Hey, welcome everybody here with our podcast. Got my good buddy here, Steven, that I work with. Uh, here, we're going to talk a little bit about NBA basketball. He's a big fan of NBA, NBA basketball. Uh, trying to bring you a different format uh, on today. Um, say hi to the, the folks out there, Steven. Hey, how's it going? All right, so you, you, you said you got some good stuff for me. So, so what you got going, Steven? What you got going today? No, I was just... I was just uh, seeing, seeing this thing online saying that uh, the basically the the Pelicans were were never really interested in trading Anthony Davis to the Lakers, and they only entertained trade talks so that they can leak it onto the media. Wait a minute! You're telling me that the Lakers don't really want Anthony Davis no, and they were just entertaining this no, this no, idea? No, no, no. Other way around. Other way around? Other way Other way around. So the Pelicans never really wanted to trade Anthony Davis gotcha. to gotcha. the Lakers. At least not at this time. Of course. Because I mean it's in this conference, they're in the same conference, so of course, you norm- normally don't do anything like well, that. Well, not just that. Unless you're the Cavaliers who trade Kyrie for <laughs> Isaiah Thomas. Okay, go ahead. Well, not only that, they're on the same level, remember? <laughs> not only that, but, uh, you know, it makes more sense for the Pelicans to wait until the summer where yeah. more teams can get in on the bidding. Right. But anyways, the, the rumor, as it will, goes that... They did it to basically mess with the Lakers and um, cause some locker room problems, which is evident by the blowout. I don't know if you've seen that. Uh, I believe it was 36, 46 points that the Pacers beat the Lakers by. That was bad. I hadn't had time to research that one yet, Steven, but I heard it was one of LeBron's worst losses. (laughs) It it was. With LeBron, I was about to say that, with LeBron as well. One of, yeah, it was bad. But I think that just goes to show you how much LeBron could really disrupt a, uh, a locker room. And it's what I've been saying this whole time. That LeBron okay, this is where I got to stop Steven at right here because he, he goes on these little tyrants saying that LeBron is disrupting things. I he said is. LeBron is all about winning championships. And I know if you know me, you're out there and you're feeling me on that one. I tried to explain to Steven that when you get LeBron, you're going to look for a championship. It, it, that's all you're going. You don't have time to wait on players to do a bunch of developing because LeBron's window is so short. He totally disagrees with this argument, but it is the facts, and it is what happens, and it is what you do with LeBron. Okay, but he goes about it wrong. I understand it, but he goes about it wrong. And in the way that he went about it, he did. He lost his his team. He lost the confidence of the team. Uh, And there's chaos in the Lakers franchise. And not to say that there weren't problems before, there weren't issues before, but there wasn't this amount of chaos. Um, Right now, we're not doing much better than we did last year without LeBron. So, You know, I don't have the facts in front of me, the numbers, but I got to believe that the Lakers are better than they were last year at this time. That's something for us to debate also. But, um, I mean, whenever you got LeBron on your team, you instantly become a contender for a championship. But, this is what we have to understand. But we're not a contender for a championship. Before LeBron got hurt, we Lakers had a decent record. I mean, they were in the playoffs. 
LeBron goes down and the and Lakers literally are looking uh, inside the playoffs, not able to get into the playoffs right now. But we'll see how things change. It's still early in the season. Uh, LeBron still is returning from his injury. Um, we're just about at the, at the halfway mark and we'll have to see how things pan out. But um, you, you know, these, these are things you, they come with LeBron. When you're dealing with LeBron, these things happen. And this is exactly, exactly disrupted. Because if you're, okay, if you're Kyle Kuzma, if you're Lonzo Ball, if you're Brandon Ingram, when LeBron came, he made it seem like he wanted to work with these guys. Like he was excited to work with these guys and kind of wanted to come in and mentor them and kind of be the leader of this young team. So if you're them and you're hearing, oh man, LeBron's excited about coming to LA. LeBron's excited about playing with us and really taking us to that next level. And then all of a sudden you hear trade talks, trade talks, trade talks, and you hear how much um, the Lakers really value you, how much Lakers and LeBron, because I had to throw LeBron in it because we all know LeBron's the master puppeteer. You know, uh, oh, oh, stop, 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 stop. I can't let you do LeBron like that. Oh. He is the man. LeBron is the man. And listen, listen, when Magic allowed, uh, agreed to, for, for LeBron to come, come on, Magic understands the window is short. Everybody understands that knows basketball, and I'm not going to take Steven's basketball card from him just yet. I've had to take it a few other times. I'm just gonna, I had to revoke it because he's been way off on a lot of subjects. No. But he's getting better. He's been with me. He's been talking to me a lot. So he's getting better. LeBron is instant success. Let me tell you, he is the man. He is the best in the world right now. And Magic is trying to do all he can to build around LeBron. And this is what you do. When you're working on Le with LeBron and you're on his team, you have to come up to a level, uh, his level in order for this uh, for this t for any team to succeed and that's simply what uh, they're trying to figure out right now with the lakers okay, uh right. looks like the deadline is to is today uh is what we're, we're looking at the deadline coming up for the tra trade deadline a lot of a lot of trades going on in the nba but it's going to be interesting to see exactly what happens here in the lakers end actually did a trade okay you got me on that Lake one what was like what was the trade oh man i can't remember okay no worries it was uh Apparently, it wasn't anything big because no, you, no, no, you, no. you you it, you would, was, would be, be telling me like you it would. It was it was uh, they traded a player and a second round pick to the Bulls for another player. I can't and no think of their like, their names. They weren't. It wasn't like a big big value trade. You know yeah, what I mean? and no disrespect to those those type of players, you know. But you know that that I mean that's not the trade that they they're wanting no. to get. Come on, Definitely. you know we we know the trade that was trying to get done. Uh, Magic was offering the farm. He was offering everything he could to the Pelicans. And I, I just really believe that there's that it was something said that don't make this trade. Something something around the league got into the system here and has uh, uh, not allowed this trade uh, for Anthony Davis to come about. Because if you're the Pelicans, you've got to want some of these pieces that the Lakers are offering. He's already said he doesn't want to go. Uh, Anthony Davis does not want to go to the Celtics. But Celtics don't care. Celtics still want to bid on Anthony Davis. And I don't know if they believe that, that they can... Uh, persuade him to stay once he gets there maybe they could persuade him to stay along with Kyrie 
and uh, that could be their kind of one-two going forward. But the uh, only thing I have with that is, and, then, and we were talking about this earlier one time, I'm so, I am so in agreement with Anthony Davis Sr. I thought everyone had forgot about what happened to Isaiah Thomas. And, and uh, Stephen, you should see what he's looking, he's looking at me now because he knows where I'm going with this argument. They did Isaiah Thomas so wrong. It, it was so wrong the way they did Isaiah Thomas. Danny Ainge, and I know Danny Ainge, he's from Portland, Oregon, Eugene, Oregon, North Eugene. When I played ball, he was a senior. I, I know Danny Ainge. I don't know him personally, but I know about Danny Ainge. Danny Ainge has been hoarding picks. He's been holding on all this talent. But Anthony Davis Sr. said that he does not want his son playing for the Celtics. If I'm a Celtics fan, if I am a Celtic, and I know Danny Ainge, Danny Ainge is saying to himself, if he doesn't want to be here, why do we want him? And so it's already clear that Anthony Davis wants to be a Laker. Because it's just like the whole OKC thing. OKC, uh, you know, Paul George made it clear he wanted to be a Laker. And OKC was like, you know what? We're still going to trade for you. And what happened? He went to OKC, fell in love uh, with <laughs> OKC, <laughs> and he decided to stay. So maybe maybe Celtics think, hey, if we get Anthony Davis, uh, maybe we could get him to fall in love with our system. Good point. We have a great coach. Um, good point. Good point. I, I, great point, Stephen. You know, I, you know. I, he's been listening to me, so he's he's getting better. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, that is a good point, but I, I'm not going to take that one because number one, because we know that the Celtics and the situation that happened with Paul George is totally two different things. There's no history with um, OKC and Paul George or with other players being treated so bad. Celtics got issues. I've from our Celtics fans out there. You know, I mean, there's no no but disrespect look, to you, you all. If you look at the Lakers right now, Lakers got issues. Of course, the, of course. The Lakers <laughs> are in shambles right now. They're in chaos. I don't right know now. about shambles, and I don't know about chaos. Well, I know that they need to get into the playoffs there's, again. There's there's already been arguments in the locker room between veteran players and the coach. Um, now you have the whole thing with these younger players feeling uh, disgruntled. Granted, if the Anthony Davis thing goes through, they'll be out of there, but there might still be some uh, hurt residual feelings afterwards, especially if you're one of the players who didn't get traded, say a Josh Hart, who uh, managed to skate by because maybe they didn't feel like you had enough trade value. You know, you just traded away my friends. <laughs> You just traded away my guys, and, and, and you, you know, and um, I agree. I agree with you. I agree, I agree that the fact that uh, it's a business and people are going to get upset and they're going to lose friends, you know, in this process. But um, in the end, it is a business and those things happen. Um, I, I, I'm going to have to um, move and transition and to another point, but I, I want to thank Stephen for coming on and debate with me for a short little stint here uh, with the NBA. We'll be bringing you more rants. We'll be bringing you more debates between us um, uh, in the future, but I just wanted to give you a little taste of uh, uh, the young man, uh, Stephen, that has a uh, real joy uh, working with the NBA or talking, talking about the NBA. Just transitioning just a little bit into um, high school basketball, I wanted to uh, tell you about, um, no, 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 I'm sorry, transition a little bit into college ball. Um, we did have the University of Alaska Fairbanks girls play uh, UAA, University of Alaska Anchorage, on last night. And let me tell you something, to be honest with you, 
I did not know that uh, Jana Hajdukovic played for uh, University of Alaska Anchorage. Now, Jana, I've known her. I've known her family um, just about uh, uh, since I've been here in Alaska over 30 years. Um, they're they're, they're uh, from originally from Fairbanks. Jana, I watched her grow up. I watched her play uh, ball uh, here in the Fairbanks area. Jana Hajdukovic dropped 22 points against University of Alaska Fairbanks last night in the Patty Center. 22 points. This is a freshman guard, just graduated from Diamond High School. She comes back home to Fairbanks, Alaska on the University of Alaska Anchorage team who's, I think, only lost one game, who's sitting atop of the GNAC. And she drops 22 points. I'm told that her fans, her family, everybody sitting right behind the bench in UAF just cheering her on. Let me let me just commend the UAA coaching staff for, first of all, allowing her to go and do and play at that that caliber. You know, I, I can't say enough about that. And uh, uh, John or any of the Hidukovic, they're listening to this. I, I just want to commend uh, uh, on her and the family for doing such a great job establishing her and, and getting uh, Jonna to such a great level. Man, I'm so, so proud of her. She played in one of my junior leagues years ago over at uh, uh, um, here in Fairbanks. So a lot of the uh, young people that are now playing in college ball have played in leagues that I've, that I've organized. But um, I just want to say that uh, just thoroughly impressed uh, with with Jonna and uh, just want to congratulate her on the win against UAF uh, girls uh, college uh, game on on last night. Again, uh, I want to thank uh, Stephen for coming on and debating with me about the uh, NBA uh, just a little bit. Wanted to give you a little taste of that. Again, like I said on this podcast, I want to try to bring you a variety of uh, new um, events and, and things to talk about. Uh, I know that um, there's uh, a gamut of things that we'll be talking about in the future, but I uh, just wanted to, to, to let you know about those things. No high school basketball on the scene last night um, here in, in the interior. Uh, we've got more games coming up on Thursday and Friday, which I'll probably again be doing uh, maybe a live uh, pod, podcast at one of the uh, basketball games. I want to thank you all for you. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please um, tune in again um, for our next podcast. We're going to try to bring you as much um, pertinent information that we can on basketball, especially here in the interior. But I do want to appreciate you that are returning and and listening and good friends reaching out to me, congratulate me on the uh, on the podcast. And uh, please uh, bear with us. We're going to try to continue to to do this and get better and better at it. So, again, this is uh, Howard Hornbuckle signing off for the Alaska Basketball Podcast. And please join me again for our next podcast. Good night. Bye bye.